The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Just so we're clear. <laughs> this was not recorded in the early 2000s, but we did just watch it now. Uh, I fucking hate that movie. Yeah, I find <laughs> it pretty funny how offended you get by that film. Especially because deep down, I'm such a fanboy of The Lord of the Rings. Like, I love it. Yeah. I, I see its faults, but I just can't get past. Like, I, Katie, I felt as a child. You read like, it as a kid, right? Yeah. Like, that, yeah. I always like feel like that there isn't a huge Lord of the Rings fan base because, like, you see people with Star Wars tattoos and t-shirts, but you don't see people, like, still rocking, like, a Fellowship of the Rings. Well, merchant, no, people wear fucking wise. rings around their neck and then tattoo the elvish words around their fingers and shit. No, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. That sounds pretty badass, though, actually. I guess just with, like, the the rebirth of, like, the franchise with The Hobbit, the merchandising for that did not take off like it did for Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, I don't know. Kyle's kind of right, because I feel like I actually had a couple of Lord of the Rings swords. And yeah, but not, just wasn't nothing that, that was The Hobbit you mean go out and get. Yeah, no, oh, no, yeah, no that died off. That no, died. but Star Wars merchandise is definitely fucking a hot commodity again. Yeah, but no one's, like, itching to go get that Qui-Gon Jinn fucking action figure. I mean, like... <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's not there's certain yeah you know, ones they don't like and like the prequels. Same with fucking Lord of the Rings. It's fucking yeah, that's fair. It's the only difference go. with Lord of the Rings is that they're all bad. <laughs> <laughs> you like all the movies, right? I yeah, but I think it's like a, it's a nostalgia thing because I, ultimately I think I like sci-fi more than fantasy or s- science fiction. No, I don't want. What's the hard science? I don't like that. Science fiction. So you like science fantasy? Like yeah, like that. I like science fantasy shit. But, like my, like, my brother was telling me this, like, or was pointing it out, just like, you know, he went all fantasy, I went all science fantasy, space fantasy, Star Wars. <laughs> he just went Star Wars and he, like, Lord of the, the Rings. Oh, no, well, like, the Lord of the Rings is good, but it's all, like, nostalgia. Just, like, every Christmas, you know, the, me and my friends, we'd go to the theater and watch the new Lord of the Rings, and for, you know, solid three years, got that to look forward to. And it was good times. What did you guys think of the Hobbit movies? I, I liked the more. You like them more than Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I only saw two of them, but I think I just probably liked them just to spite people, because everyone hated them. Man, the amount of CGI versus, like, in the Hobbit movies, like, that movie is all CGI. It's painful to watch. Whereas, rewatching the Lord of the Rings, it's it's not as good as I remember it looking, but in, this, in some ways, it's way better than I remember it. Like, all the parts that aren't CGI, you're like, holy fuck, you can't do that now. Like, you wouldn't do that now. It's not that they can't. It's that they would. Well, yeah, I think we brought up like the scene with all the horses and stuff. Like <laughs> which part? They, well, no, with the <laughs> ring race, the fact chasing that chasing yeah. the elves. Like they would easily CG, CG that just for the sake of like not having to deal with fucking horses. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, everything. Else. And I don't. And, I, I I respect the movie for its practical effects and stuff, but I just don't think they're good movies. I think they're fucking boring. 
This one, the Fellowship's yeah. like the least. Like I, I don't hate it as much as like third one and second one, but it's still not very good. I don't know. It looked they just fucking Frodo man. He's terrible. <laughs> not like Elijah. He's terrible. No, I like Elijah people? Wood. I like fucking uh, Wilford. It's a good good show. Yeah, I think he's a good actor. It's just. I don't know, it's kind of hard to pull off that role and look awesome, because Frodo's, although he is the hero of the story, he's not your atypical hero, you know? Yeah, and he's I kind get, of a little I, get bitch. I like Star Wars, and like, Luke can be a bit of a whiny bitch, too, but, like, <laughs> and he, his, everybody he loved died in front of him. I Frodo, there was no casualties through Lord of the Rings. Uh, Fucking, horrible. Sean Bean died. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Big like, off. We can't release it now. Out of Lord all of the, of the like, how many characters die in that in Lord of the Rings? Main characters, main characters, uh, even liked characters. They don't even have to be main characters. Just a character like Gandalf for one movie. <laughs> <laughs> Barely, he like fucking they, he falls off a cliff, which that's not yeah. It comes back a god, so I don't know. But when it comes to fantasy movies, like what else do you think can even like really kind of stand up to Harry Potter? Yeah. <laughs> they were Fine. also great, but for the same reasons, I think. Like, you read the books as a kid. Like, nostalgia being the same reason. Right? It, yeah, they're definitely both fantasy movies. I feel like Harry, the Harry Potter universe is more based in, like, a universe that's similar to ours, obviously. You know yeah. What I mean? like, this is, like, a direct continuation from our last podcast. We ended talking about God straight to wizardry. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, that's why, like, I feel a lot of kids were able to get into it because it was easy to grasp. Comparative. Yeah, it's like, oh man, like, well, yeah, this large hairy man tells Harry me Potter I'm a wizard when I'm 12 or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, I feel like it was presented to kids, right? Like, it was yeah. streamlined. It's really and I grew and, it, and for me, like, I read those, like, right around the age that, like, Harry is in that story. Yeah. And so I probably, it was easy to grab. But the movies, I, I, I don't know, I think they're better. Are you they're actually like, a fan of those movies? Yeah, most of them. They're not all great. So I remember I was a child walking out of the theater during the first one, and like my parents were like, didn't you think that was great? And I was like throwing a tantrum, being like, fuck J.K. Rowling <laughs> for allowing them to do that to that book. <laughs> I was so upset with like purely just the scenes they left out. Uh, I was a purist. I needed everything. You're like that with Game of Thrones, too. Yeah, I'm like that with most adaptations, you know what I mean? I I thought I was, and I used to be like that, but... I'm not like that at all. Like, we can all vouch that it's like, I'm so easily, like, hooked on on anything. It's like, you know, curiosity will make me watch ten seasons or something, right? (laughs) So it's like, if I already know what the outcome is... Being wrong is, is a great feeling when watching a TV show or a movie, especially when you know yeah, the outcome. Yeah, give it a different title or some shit, you know? Like, I, I remember the first time I had a serious issue with this was The Walking Dead, you know? See, but yeah, now it's, it's crazy. Like, I haven't been watching it, but I've been hearing now, like, Carl lost his eye, maybe? I don't know. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> but it's, it's funny the way that, like, someone was telling me how he lost it, and they keep asking me, like, oh, how did it happen in the comics? It's like, like, the comic is like folklore or like it's a like the bible or something that no one ever read but they they want to know how it actually happened to say well no but fucking probably more people probably watched the episode where carl lost his eye than actually read the comic so i mean (laughs) who's to say what how carl lost his eye i mean you tell me i don't know does anyone we don't watch that show no i do like i know it was way different like did you know in the comics right he goes to the fucking camp so what happens he goes to the meetings camp there and he gets he gets shot but it's like not he's like not hiding in the back of the fucking car or something, jumps out and gets shot in the face. Can't remember. 
<laughs> in the comic, uh, some really kid shoots, or in the, in the show, I guess some kid shoots him by accident. Like there's mm. like a, a scramble or some shit like that. And some caps him. Yeah, I feel like it's like a casualty. I could be wrong. Speaking of uh, sci-fi and comics, fantasy, King Kong is finally coming up, and I'm actually getting pretty fucking excited for it. Um, I remember I talked on an earlier episode about the possibility of Seth coming, and that's now a very official thing. I was actually on a fucking. Drawn Corley's website today, and they were advertising King Kong, mm, which is pretty, pretty sweet. sweet. Yeah, like yeah, that I saw you put that up. People are taking it pretty seriously, which is nice. And um, I don't know if I mentioned before, but Dan Parent's coming, and he's an Archie illustrator. I went out. New Archie or old? Um, like not. Well, I guess Fiona. Fiona Staples did the, did the new one, but um, I think he was did some stuff before that because I bought the Archie Star Trek. That didn't come out too long ago. And he did the cover for that. Didn't Fiona only do like the first couple issues? Yeah, someone new does the new series. Yeah, I don't know. We're on a first name basis with her. <laughs> no, well, she's no I said too, it too. <laughs> right? She's Canadian. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's definitely Yeah, so we all know each other. <laughs> or at least pretend to. Yeah. Nah, but all right, yeah. before we stray too far though, I want to go, we, we brought it up before the podcast, but I want to know, who wins in a fight? Gandalf? Or Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Uh, Gandalf. They're, they're both. I don't give a fuck about Dumbledore. They're so withholding. Right? Like they're I don't know. Like, super magic and then don't do shit to save the day. I want to say. I want to say Dumbledore. He. I feel like he's like the Batman of Wizards, where he's got like constituency plans out the fucking ass, and just like something's gonna go down, and he'll he'll be like he would actually more likely be the bad guy, where it's like when he dies, his soul goes into the ring. I think it would probably. Matter if it was Gandalf the White or Gandalf the Grey. Yeah, Gandalf the Grey got tuned really quickly. <laughs> like it wasn't even a quick. Like he walked out, walked in, and Dumbledore wasn't he already Dumbledore the White or something like that? Isn't that a thing? <laughs> oh yeah, he's already yeah he's already white. So yeah, Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well then, I'm Plus, satisfied. Plus, he's all the chocolate. Good. All the chocolate. What yeah, chocolate? It's like healing chocolate. <laughs> what? No, he's got healing chocolate. Do you know chocolate. what he's talking about? I'm imag- I imagine like some kind of magical chocolate. Who's got healing chocolate? Dumbledore, at the, like the end of every book is like, the second last page is like Harry Potter passes out. You turn the last page, it's like Harry wakes up in the med bay with fucking Dumbledore and he's feeding him chocolate. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't remember this happening once, but I love this what? idea. <laughs> that happens at like the end of Does every... Happen? I can't remember. I remember him waking up with like sick bay, like, like sick, sick all the time. Bay. Sick <laughs> Wizard sick bay. <laughs> I, but I don't remember eating fucking chocolate. That's Man, it's always it's like and like they talk about it and it, it's, it sounds sexual when you describe it. It's like it's like warm and it goes down and like makes you feel better. <laughs> now it definitely sounds sexual. Just feeding him chocolate. Yeah, hey, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just <laughs> I don't remember this. I feel like that's a thing. Maybe it was like maybe I made it sound more important, like or to me it was more important. I was just I always wanted to have a like, healing chocolate. You know, you don't ever just, like, drink hot chocolate and feel like it's going to make you feel better. It's always just because of Harry Potter. <laughs> this might just That's, work. Yeah, so every time you're sick and you eat chocolate, you think about Harry Potter? Yeah, actually. <laughs> That's... That's all right. Um, I always say that every time I eat beef jerky, I feel like a Dothraki in, uh, <laughs> in Game of Thrones. Like, I'm eating some horse. I get that. Yeah. It makes it more fun. Well, are there any other uh, wizards we're leaving Merlin? Merlin would win more 
any what, Merlin. Yeah, Mer- any Merlin? <laughs> uh, that's not true. There's some probably really lame versions out there. Uh, Merlin from The Sword in the Stone. But that's not live action. Does that count, though? Sure. I think that counts. Whatever. It's, yeah, it's a story. Yeah. There's probably some more Wizards. I mean, let's see. I feel like maybe we don't watch a lot of fantasy or read it or indulge in it. What are some Wizards? What are some wizards? Justin is like just screaming right now. You can hear me say that. He's just like <laughs> listing off wizards like <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange. Is he a wizard? He's a wizard. He's, yeah, uh, I guess yeah, so. Yeah. No, I guess I like know. Zantana or Zatanna and then her dad. They're both wizards. Is Constantine a wizard? Well he's some sort of magician, I guess. In uh the mummy. No, they were like the Magi, they weren't magicians. <laughs> I, I, you know, when you said, yeah, like, are you that big of a fan of fantasy? Now that you're saying it, trying to think of wizards, I'm like, I guess I'm not. Like, what else are elves in? Like, everything. No, like, when you everything say that, like, what else are they in? I don't know, uh, Elder Scrolls? Yeah, but, like... I feel like a lot of those RPG games, like, the classes were purely based off the one final, of the Yeah, Final Fantasy and everything. Well, they're kind of based off D&D, I guess. Yeah, which was based, based off, off Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, fantasy is like a universe, not really a story, right? Like, for at least that's how I want to do it. Like, I'm not interested in a fantasy story. Yeah, I mean, you, you can treat sci-fi the same way. Even, you know, even, I guess if you're like wizards, Jedi are kind of wizards. Oh, man, Ben Kenobi. <laughs> that old wizard? Yeah, they call, yeah, they even call him a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Take it back. Ben Kenobi. Yeah. He, he beat Dumbledore and Gandalf? <laughs> He'd mind trick them into beating themselves. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man, that'd be funny. I'm just like, yeah, the, I, well, I don't even know what he would say in like a wizard duel when it's just like... For the audio podcast, Greg is waving his hand. <laughs> <laughs> As if those are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, <laughs> I don't know. But it's, it's lost. The image of Ben Kenobi as a wizard, though. All right, I got a question. Since we're talking about your, Cody, your hate of fucking when they screw up the movie version or something. Mm-hmm. So... If you had to pick between, like, a pick a form, like, you know, like, there's a few different ways to consume media. Like, you can read it, you can watch a movie, you can watch television, you can play a game, or you listen to music or, like, an audiobook or some shit. But all the different ways to, like, consume media. What's your favorite? My if you had to... favorite, uh, graphic novels. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, but, like... You can't really... It's hard to compare different forms of media, I think, because the reason you like a graphic novel, like the story in it, is because that story was written for that format. The reason you like the story in a movie is because it was written for that format. 100%. But not always. When they do an adaptation... Okay, this is a perfect example, okay? Like, you're saying, like, to stray away from... You like the... What did you say? Like, the... You know, you hate adaptations because they're not... uh, you don't want them to change the story, right? Yeah. The Watchmen is a perfect example because, like, that ending, the one that they orchestrated in the comic, just wouldn't translate to the film. So there's, like, a place right there where it's, like, yeah, something that's written as for a graphic novel doesn't always translate to a film because, like, the idea... Yeah, obviously what's, what, you, like, what you accept is, like, possible in a movie before it looks shitty, you know, like, uh, I don't know, a giant tentacle monster... You just you're you're nobody. You can't pull that off in a movie and make it look. See, good. like I guess I'd look to be entertained more from a film or TV, but if I'm looking f- to generally like enjoy and get into a story, 
graphic novels, and I, I say that above like like a regular novel, just because for some reason I'm obsessed with the combination of images and words, and that can tell more of a story than just words on their own. But then, and then more of a story than like if you add it like go all the way into like a cartoon or a movie, right? Yeah, I just feel like you'd have to write it completely different for that medium, you know? Which is why adaptations can be so goddamn hard to pull off. And there are some good ones out there which I have enjoyed. Like, I, I think the first season of Game of Thrones is actually a really good adaptation of the first book because it gave me everything I wanted and left out everything I didn't care about. So that was one I did enjoy. Yeah, but let's say let's say you never get to consume media in any other way than the one you pick. Like now everything's an adaptation. You want to uh, like watch the fucking you pick graphic novels and you want to listen to the new Kanye album. You're reading it graphic novel style. You're watching The Godfather graphic novel style. Oh, I don't know. Now, that. Uh, no, okay. what? Well, no, that's what I want. I'm curious. Like, then you still pick graphic novels? That's no, because like the way I picture it is you're saying like, for now on, there just it won't be music anymore. Or like, there won't be film. There will only be this, Yeah, exactly. This Let's think of it like I that. I think I'd have to take music immediately. I'd go mad with that. Yeah, music's number one for Yeah, you? but that's for entertainment. Yeah, I guess I'd, I'd go to music before like film and movie or like looking to be emotionally moved or get into a story. Like, I guess you could put on a good Leonard Cohen album, but I'd still rather read a book, you know? So then you're like, you read his music like a poem? Yeah, there's lots of stuff out there. You could, like, uh, I've read uh, comics that were based off music lyrics, and you can pull that off. It looks cool. Yeah, you could do lots of shit. And I think a lot of different things can transition. You can imagine how it would work in a different medium. Yeah. But I'm just curious as to what, yeah, like, what's the one? If you had to pick one, what's the best experience at all? Yeah, I think graphic novels because you get written and visual from it. And so it's kind of a mix between the written word and visual entertainment, you know? I see. Yeah, I get it. What about you? I don't know. Uh, video games, even? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd probably pick video games. Yeah. That's just me because I'm fucking just obsessed with playing video games, but... I don't know, reading it probably just everything in like book, I guess graphic novels, you're right, you kind of get best of two worlds kind of thing there. So and I also think movies, like, oh, what the fuck would I do without watching movies? It sucks. <laughs> a lot of movies. Music for me is like bottom of the list. We did this last week. I just don't really give a shit. I'm a weirdo in that sense, but I don't know. Video games, yeah, make everything a video game. They mostly suck. Well, like, <laughs> you could even say that because at this point, there's fucking video games like Beyond Two Souls, which is like a film. There's fucking Rock Band, which is music. Yeah, no, those were fun. Yeah. If I guess if I had, yeah, no, video games. Because, man, it's Fallout, a, I could read books of Fallout. Yeah, exactly. And Elder Scrolls. Like, yeah, there's better stories in other stuff than there is in video basically games. Basically, right? you can virtually do anything. You could experience these other mediums yeah. through the video game. And there's music in video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could just like put on follow. It, it is one of the best well-rounded forms of entertainment. Because it's kind of everything together, right? Yeah. What about you, Greg? What do you go with? Say things about the music? It's a really dumb question. Right, <laughs> fuck you. You come up with your own shit, then. What do you got? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a neat idea, but it's oh, so what hard. is it? Neat idea? Or dumb question? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I, I, as soon as I start thinking about one, it, like I start thinking about something else. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's a hard well, question. Then, I guess comic books. Yeah. Because I'm addicted to episodes. 
and I want to like I want to be able to put it down and then be like yes yes there's another one coming <laughs> I'm kind of surprised you didn't go with TV no because the reason like, I watch more than like, anybody I know like different shows but I'm addicted to again finishing an episode and waiting for the next one yeah but you're like I've seen your like wait list of what's coming out each week and it's it's bigger than your comic book pull list no but probably. that's yeah <laughs> that, yeah that's true probably but uh, that's more like a commitment thing. Like, I started something and I have to finish it. Yeah, like, I remember one day, I don't know what the fuck I was watching, but I put on a random episode of something on Netflix. The Greg sat in, I could just, like, see the anxiety he had. He's like, you're not going to continue to watch this. Why the fuck did you put it on? <laughs> like, I looked at him, I was like, can't you simply just, like, watch an episode of something? He's like, well, well fuck, I, I don't even like this, but now I have to watch the second episode. <laughs> just that's to weird, know. Man. That's which I understand because, like, you always want to know, like, why? Why? I'm, like, addicted to um, stories, yeah. And but I, then there's definitely shows you should stay away from, like, Lost and shit like that. Yeah, you'll never get any closure. <laughs> I don't know. I never. TV for me is actually probably. Uh, I said music was, like, the one I wouldn't give a shit. TV be the one to be right down at the bottom. I don't think I'm watching any. Like, the only time I watch TV is if it's just on the background while I'm doing something else. Like, probably playing a fucking movie. I mean, I feel like, don't you feel like movies is, are becoming, like, a dead genre, almost? Movies? Like, the high-budget television show. Is it's like, kind of replacing the mid-tier a, movie. Yeah, like, why waste your time on a story that you can tell in an hour and a half? A story that can be told in an hour and a half is not worth hearing or seeing. That's I don't think that's true at all. But unless, I'd like, rather... Like, well, no, okay, then, no, no. You want to... No, let's, let's go back. Fuck, no, let's go back then, okay? Because they were the like at the Oscars, fucking Mad Max didn't win Best Film, but it won all these other awards. Mad Max is a perfect example of a movie that I'd like to go see, right? It's it's visually stunning and it's loud. It's got a lot of effects. You know, that's a, a movie. You're not interested in the continuing of the story. You know, it's like yeah. this segment is awesome. You know, if it's a story you want or character development or progression, then I feel like you know your two hours is not enough. I want to know more. Yeah, I want like, you know, 10 episodes, hour piece. No, see, I, I disagree. I appreciate a good beginning, middle, and end in a short period of fucking time. Yeah. Get it out. An hour and a half of my time, I don't want to be like you with the 10 seasons in. Where is the story going to go? Like, yeah, well, it's, I think it has to come down to like, being okay with like open questions at the end of a story, you know? Oh, that, what? Yeah, I don't need no, to but that, that like, time, that's man. probably why you have a problems with films because usually if you want to wrap up something tight in an hour and a half to two hours you're going to leave quite a bit open to the imagination where tv always loves to just keep diving and diving into these stories to just make more episodes you know and to reward diehard fans i well i do feel rewarded a lot you know to be acknowledged i mean what's the point of writing a story if someone's not going to enjoy it right so i mean being acknowledged when they give you the nods and the Easter eggs. It's like, I think a lot of people write stories just to, that are meant to, so that people okay, don't enjoy like, them. No, but, but like, a, a, another example, I guess, would be like, uh, like the Avengers movies. It's like, that's a huge story, and yeah, it would be great with all the special effects and shit, but we weren't pleased with all the special effects and shit, and the story's not, like, it's not going anywhere. If you're going to drag it out over three movies and seven characters, each getting four films or something like that, like, why not just make that a TV show? I don't know. Instead of a bunch of movies that people are disappointed in, like you're still because the story writing formula for writing a TV show and movies are completely different. And I feel like to get the epicness they're striving for, that wouldn't be possible in a TV show. Yeah, for like event something like the Avengers, something yeah. big, epic. Yeah, yeah, they want it to be large scale, and I feel like you have to high budget. You don't think that if it was like 
I don't know, when all the aliens attack in uh, the second Avengers, if that was episode eight, when the fucking city's getting ransacked, that, the build-up wouldn't have been yeah, way I, more of a payoff. Yeah, but then I don't want to watch the fucking four episodes of the alien, them fighting aliens, each one's an hour apiece, and fucking Cap stares longingly into Iron Man's eyes, and they have a moment, and fucking Why? two seasons it, down the road, it's going to come back. I don't yeah, give no, a shit. Yeah, no, it's season two when they do Civil War, <laughs> or season three when they do Civil War. Well, the way I also think about that is, like, if you're going to say that's episode seven... Well, that means that six times before that, they gave us, like, false climaxes or, like, false cliffhangers just to... Because you want to make every episode exciting. Yeah, you have to have, like, a that's an like That's like something, well, like, it. crazy happening at the beginning of a movie that would be at the end of the first episode of the season, you know? It's just a different writing style, I think. I think it could work. Me <laughs> and Joss Whedon, we'll get together. We'll fucking make <laughs> Avengers right. <laughs> Put Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. <laughs> what was I saying? I wanted to see Sarah Michelle Gellar play the other day. Some singer. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking uh, Stevie. <laughs> Stevie Wonder? <laughs> Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> She'd still be hot. Stevie Nicks? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. But we're getting off the topic, okay? Sarah Michelle Gellar is awesome and all, but we can't just keep talking about Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> yeah, we're you really straight far away there. <laughs> uh, no, speaking of Phil, like, I, I know what you're saying, like, but with some shows and shit like that, like in movies, I don't know, man. To be honest, like those are that's how you get like a bonded with a character. Like you know, you're not really like you think you like Tony Stark or Captain America or something like that. But on like a slight filler episode, it's like you learn something about them. You know, it's like there's not the action, but you get yeah. But you you've never bonded with a character from a one shot movie before. Yeah, like I, yeah, like Braveheart. You don't think you, there's some character development in that movie? But no, you're right. But at the back in the like. A, a handful of years ago, a two and a half hour movie was a really fucking long movie. Now every movie's two and a half hours or two hours. Yeah, I'm saying that too. And it's not it's a it's too long for not enough. Like you know, it's too long and you're just filling it with shit. Yeah, uh, see this. It, like, well, like, well, like even just the last night of the night, I watched The Island, and it's like that movie was way fucking longer than it needed to be. And it's just like scrolling through, it's like every movie is two and a half hours. Like back in the day, if you made a two and a half hour movie. That was like, you were spending a lot of fucking money to make a, a good film. Now you're just, oh, fuck. Oh, can we keep going? It's like, oh, yeah, we're green screening the shit out of this. Cost us nothing. That was shit. I guess, you, yeah, you really just fundamentally like shit to be longer, I think. Really? Like, like I guess. But you're saying for character development, you want those filler episodes, but I don't, I don't want that shit. I guess. I mean, we just watched Lord of the Rings, and you're like, I'm like, I cut the whole Hobbit shit out of this, and I'd be happier. <laughs> And you're like, well, no, but listen, to, like Pippin, the, he, like you know, second breakfast makes a joke, and like, I want to, I want to watch more of him, learn more. It's like, no, I get it, he's funny, move on. All right, I got his character. I liked him in that moment. I don't need three more movies of me liking that character because he's funny. Well, speaking of like uh, carrying on characters, have you heard about the new DC development? What's that? They're doing a new reboot. I, yeah, right. And I watched the interview that Adam actually did on the news, and um. I guess they're going to bring a bunch of series back to fucking number one, but supposedly they're going to bring Detective Comics and Ashton Comics back to their numbers in the hundreds, where they were at. Like 900? Wherever the fuck they were at before. Because I guess they want to hit a thousand. Uh, and isn't that so oh, insane? That's like in the almost at a yeah. thousand for Superman, right? It's easy to hit a thousand when you start at 900. <laughs> no, that's stupid. Yeah. 
And who knows, like, if they're going to go back to that story. It hasn't been announced yeah. yet. And then five years from now, they'll go back. We're bringing back the new 52. Reboot <laughs> it. New, new 52. The new, new 52. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. They can't keep. Uh, it's just fucking comics, man. Yeah, comic reboots are really hard to handle. Has there ever been anything you've enjoyed? When they brought it back, like, yeah. or like read or started on number one again. Well, right now I'm I'm digging Star Wars. That's that's a little different. They're doing like some original material. They're filling in. They're, well, that's, they're that's, writing stuff that they didn't necessarily write. But well, that's a you know? successful reboot, though. Right? Yeah, I, mean, I haven't read it, but I get that. That that one, but that was like a whole reset of the entire. Yeah, I don't know. Well, like, so what the new Fifty Two was. No, see the bullshit with that stuff is the, like halfway through this, they're just gonna go. Well, now we're gonna include. The, like, exactly what they're doing, where suddenly those 600 other issues now, are going to be into this what is it, like, issue. New Coke? This is classic New Coke scenario, where we, like, they bring out, like, New Coca-Cola, yeah. and that was, like, the New 52, and just get everyone to fucking hate it, and then, like, bring back Coke Original, and everyone's like, yes, this was so good. Remember this? When, when you fucking were reading 900, you're like, this is bullshit. In fact, I want to say it was, like, Superman 900, Action Comic 900, which has got such anger directed towards it. That they were just like, yeah, whoa, whoa. Superman says he wasn't American anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was that one, right? Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That's like a, a great comic, and it just summed up where everything was at at that time. Like people were really tense, you know. And then Superman decided to walk across America, and you're just like, hey, yeah, no, right? Bring on the. Yeah, like, I don't know. <clears throat> How would you feel if fucking all of a sudden now he's comic Farland put Spawn back to number one? I would feel angry, but I mean, he's deliberately he's been asked that question, and he goes, you know, and he. Getting to issue 260 or 260, whatever he's at right now, it did take 20-something years, but it, I think it's still as much of a fee, but he said no. Like, I mean, to come out for, to bring out a new number one, that is just insulting or, like, turning your back on everything you've already done. You know, like, his, you can't go back to 260 again once you get there. But apparently you can with fucking action comics yeah. and Batman. Yeah, people write true stories. That's what we're talking about. That people write true story on movies that aren't true. You can write whatever the fuck you want on the cover. It well, that's the anything. thing. That's what's dumb about the whole thing. You know, you can write issue comics. 900, and that doesn't mean that it is. Yeah, you're right. It isn't. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. It's dumb. It's the end result. That's what you said, your question. Yeah. What do you want to think about it? It's so. dumb. Yeah. So this is why I stopped fucking reading this shit a while ago. It just it makes it unrewarding for collectors for sure. Yeah, I was pissed off when they switched to New Fifty Two. I'm like, oh, so the fucking all these Batman's that I have, like, what? How long did we? You well, even still, Greg, I have trying to find a, an like, read all that amount of comics, and even right now, yeah, more than half of my comic collection is still old Batman from pre Fifty Two. Yeah. You and I both were trying to collect like as much as we could. Yeah. Oh from, yeah. Like catching up from when we started to like getting all the back issues, reading all the important stories, so we knew when in fucking the next hundred issue when they reference three hundred yeah. issues back, we know what the fuck they were talking about, and then they took that all away from us, and now they're bringing it back. That's it fucking. Was like, <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad. Like I'm fucking a, coming uh, in hot. <laughs> like planning a huge way to propose to your fiance, spending all kinds of money coming home and finding her banging your best friend or something. It was just like, we invested really heavily, and I was betrayed. I was betrayed by DC. Yeah, it didn't stop me. I, they got me back. Just weaseled their way. But I, I mean, that's just what happens when you have the rights to these amazing characters. Like Aquaman. <laughs> like Aquaman. Everyone's favorite DC character, Aquaman. He is pretty awesome, though. I hope they bring him back. To his so he can number. talk to, like, fish, but can he talk to whales? 
How's that work? I don't read Aquaman. <laughs> Fuck Aquaman. I want to know. Can he talk to whales? I don't know. I feel like he can just command the ocean. I saw a thing on the line the other day where a beluga whale was speaking fucking English. I don't know. I, I didn't pay that much attention to it, but it supposedly <laughs> was mimicking, like, human voice. Like, some diver was, like... It, it, it heard, like, go or go away or some shit like that. And, like, eventually realized it was a whale. I don't know. Like, look it up. Might be complete <laughs> fucking bullshit. Dude, might be like, my asshole saying go away. I can mimic Mike's fucking facts with my Beluga's butt. Beluga's holes. It's like Mike what? and Beluga's. More like speakers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Supposedly. Speakers, right. I keep thinking that Mike's project sound for something. I told you guys that story that I fucking heard about with the fucking the LSD dolphin thing. I actually heard that in another podcast. No. What? The fucking... They, they experiment about trying to teach a dolphin to speak... Like a language, and <laughs> I can't remember. I think it was like the sixties or some shit. Maybe I feel but, like yeah, I heard about it on it was like the Rooster Teeth podcast, and uh, they're talking about they basically filled a house yeah. up like to like knee weight height with water, and had a girl live with a dolphin and interact with it in hopes that eventually the dolphin would learn to speak, <laughs> and it wasn't working, and the dolphin got really angry. And was, like, biting the woman and shit. And she was like, this is fucking nonsense. So, like, well, we figured out that the problem is the dolphin's really horny. So we'll take it out and we'll get, let it fuck other dolphins and come back. But then they're like, this is ruining the experiment. It's it's seeing other dolphins. It needs to only interact with humans. So you need to start beating the dolphin off. <laughs> so she started doing that. And it was, like, way more, like, into the, the experiment then. It was, like, paying attention to its lessons and, like... <laughs> All this shit, but it still wasn't talking. So eventually, they're like, "You got to you well, do I mean, some acid with this dolphin." He knew that. If so then they just started tripping on LSD together. <laughs> and then I think at some point, the dolphin acid and the girl acid, and they're like, "Trip out, swamp thing style." You guys will love each other, and uh, it didn't work. That is very <laughs> swamp thing. Are they yeah. like, together still now? No, I think it like lost. Oh. Yeah, they're married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the full fact. Like I said, that's a story of a story from another podcast that I heard. But that's pretty crazy. Ugh. I feel like I heard about that before. Doing drugs with an animal, like ugh, you can't do that these days. And like, like write reports about you can do it. Do like our friends smoking pot with their dog and fucking blowing it in their face when they're younger. <laughs> I like older parents. If you have a teenage kid, your dog's getting high. It's happening. It <laughs> For sure. Yeah, animal abuse is a sad thing. <laughs> yeah, don't get your dogs high. They don't. They don't know what's going on. Why waste drugs on dogs? Don't do that. <laughs> That's a like dolphin thing. Should that fucked. be our like end of every podcast message, like Bob Barker style? <laughs> don't do drugs with your animals. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think that's fine. Just don't be fucking wasting drugs. Like that's your problem with it. The waste of drugs. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of problems with it. Somebody <laughs> just thinks that giving drugs to animals is a good idea. That's there's a, that's his own problem. Yeah, you're, that guy's you're, making drug like you know making giving drug a bad name. Giving drug a bad name. Well, speaking of drugs, I um I just read those underwater books by Chester Brown, and randomly in the middle of one of them, he's got this comic strip called uh, "My Mother Is a Schizophrenic." And uh, he's got some really fucking bold claims in it where he relates being schizophrenic to bad drug trips and how they're practically indistinguishable. 
And how, like, basically back in the day, before, like, our modern stigma of mental illness and all that shit, having these experiences, you'd be hailed as a shaman or, like, a, a mystic mm-hmm. or some shit like yeah. that. But today, you're a nut and you're sent to the loony bin. And it's just, like, a really interesting take and, like, I don't know, I'm sure we'll all admit we, we've done drugs before and we know that it can make you feel insane. I... I know, that's, I, I guess you're right, yeah. If you suddenly today were like, I speak to God, unless you were the fucking president, which George Bush was like, God told me to be president, no one said <laughs> fucking boo. But, <laughs> yeah, like, people are like, you're fucking crazy. If you suddenly were like, if anyone, and I've heard people, homeless people say, like, I am Jesus. Or like, <laughs> I am the reincarnation of Jesus. You're immediately a nut. But no you've also heard people on mushrooms say that. I've never heard anyone on Mushroom say, you're Jesus, I'm Jesus. <laughs> no, but you've heard people say shit just as ridiculous. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just interesting to think of, like, how psychosis can also just be viewed as an opening of the mind and shit, and, like, a higher consciousness, almost, rather than it being a negative thing. Obviously, it turns into a negative Does thing. Does Chester paint it in, like, a positive light like that? Paint what in a positive like light? Like, schizophrenia. You know, like, no, he, he thought his what, what he's just a... trying to like distinguish is how we label what crazy is. Yeah, but is he more on the side of is he bashing kind of religion in the? No, fact he's bashing. He's, no, he's bashing psychiatrists. Oh yeah. For labeling schizophrenics as schizophrenic, just based on things where like there's no way to physically diagnose it. There's no tests you can do. Yeah, there's not like so you're, a just, you're, you're, you're just diagnosed purely based on. Behavioral traits, which in the medical world is very gray area. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I get, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't really have a lot of experience with. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I know. We're not I know. No, yeah, yeah. Not, I don't know. It is a, like really interesting thing to to think about because. Like, well, I, even you've talked about sleep deprivation before. Yeah, you, I mean, you felt like, crazy. Oh man, like. <laughs> I've explored that for a while. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to say it, man. Like, now I get kind of scared about it, to be honest. Like, sleep deprivation or even just, like, partying too much. It's, like, fear of, like, an onset of psychosis, which, yeah, like you said, can just come out of nowhere. But at the same time, like, a sense of clarity can come as well. And that sense of clarity is probably, like, chemically induced. But at the same time, it's calming. You know, it's, uh, and maybe even just being that calm lets you see things more clearly. I don't know. But I, it's. See, I'm not trying to say that all schizophrenics like, are higher thinkers or. Yeah, no, like it, it's I'm not, just saying that there's probably cases out there of people losing their mind, but actually just reaching a different form of consciousness, you know? Well, you'd like to think that. Yeah, but I, I guess, I, I see what you're saying but what's that higher form of consciousness supposed to be like where they sit around and see things that literally aren't there and we're supposed to just go well a lot of people well, they're just you know we'll leave them be because he's in a d- different state well of mind. i'll just like just related to someone who's might claim to have saw god and would be labeled as a schizophrenic who claims to have talked to god say they use this to artistic benefit they write about it or paint about it. Yeah. The same way a person that does LSD can use it to an artistic benefit. Yeah, well, I think a lot of those people, though, that, like, there are people around, like, that are maybe, like, high-functioning, uh, but yet mentally ill. Like, they say, they, yeah, that they see these things, but they're not 
harm to themselves or others and everybody lets them go and they do create their art or whatever. But, I mean, a lot of people are really fucking schizophrenic or, like, really do have mental health problems. And they're not high-functioning. They're not at a higher consciousness. They're dangerous to themselves. They're dangerous to others. They should be taken care of in a proper way. And, and yeah, you're right. not just left to their own devices just because they're... They, you, they might be reaching God. It's almost like a tightrope. You know, it's like if you can make it across to the other side, there's this like fucking clarity that well, comes with it. Like, you know, like, like, like Ralph Steadman, right? I mean, there's a fucking guy that did a bunch of psychotics. Or not psychotics, like... Uh, psychedelics. Who's, who's Ralph Steadman? The artist for Hunter Song. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he did a bunch of psychedelics and like fucking his art is amazing. But these guys on the street that are walking around saying that they're Jesus were probably snorting medication that they shouldn't have been and their minds broke. Do you know what I mean? Like that little rope that they were walking just snap and they didn't quite make it to the other side. Yeah, I found his most interesting Or like lost in some sort of abyss anyway. Just the one line he said, today's schizophrenic is yesterday's shaman. Where like these people would have like fits and like speak gibberish and all that. But back in the day, they were were hailed as like people in high regard. Yeah, well back in the day, the people that were listening to those were also fucking idiots. Like they're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's mumbling nonsense. I don't understand it, but it's probably God's word. I feel like it's like, like, a, kind of like yeah, if, if he was mumbling and speaking tongues, and I was some sort of priest, I would make you guys believe that I was interpreting his word of God. Yeah, but say you took a trip to like China somewhere and like you went up in the mountains and did drugs with some crazy guy that was doing that. Would you go along with it? Like just for experience, like, like go along, like that, go go be a shaman, that, that ayahuasca trip, or or whatever, or something, yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Go oh, fuck yeah. No, I don't. No, I'm not interested. I'll stay here and think about. Okay, it. so you say that the same bullshit. Would, we talk would about you also talk find about. it interesting to go to a mental institution and do mushrooms and hang out with someone? You know, no, because it's <laughs> like <laughs> that's that could also be viewed as a stigma, an environmental thing. You know, yeah, well, I was gonna say it's an environmental thing, but it's also. Uh, like, going up and, like, doing these shit with these guys in the mountains or whatever, whether whatever I believe is irrelevant because it's what they believe, right? And his approach is that he's going to be helping me or healing me in a way, which means he's probably going to be pretty friendly or nice and it's going to feel comfortable. The drug itself might make me feel uncomfortable, but, I mean, that's why he's there to help guide me through it. Fucking institution <laughs> with the doctor there who's there to analyze you on your fucking trip. That's only going to make things way worse and uncomfortable. You don't even want to look in the mirror, let alone a doctor when you're fucking high. Yeah, but do you know at least that just what I mean by comparing the two? Well, like uh, mental illness and drugs. Yeah. No, I, I can or, see what you're saying. It's it's a weird thing because and just reaching different forms of consciousness through different routes. Like I'm not really asking you as a question. I just more wanted to bring it up just to see how you like if you have ever even thought about. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah I, have a fe- I had a feeling you had. Like, the, the best way that I could, I don't know if this is somehow related. I mean, it's off topic, but it's, it's definitely how I feel like about this stuff. Like, all these different, like, outlets where you're saying, like, schizophrenia or whatever, it's, you're, you're always just conditioned to think a certain way, right? I mean, however old you are, you've gotten that far, and it's as a result, you now are thinking a certain way. Well, it's until, not... until the 70s, or the 60s or 70s, um... Being gay was a mental disorder. That's fucked. Yeah, man. Like, (laughs) well, again, so yeah, like, all this stuff is is just like an altered perspective, and to be aware that you've changed perspective is a thing. So, for example, like the gay thing, it was perspectively it was wrong to be gay 
you know, it was an illness, then it was okay. Or and like, there's no gauging, so it's like similar to schizophrenia in the way where we're defining it as an illness with purely based off behavioral traits, you know. Yeah, so I, I just think the two are are not as related as you're making them seem. Like, yeah, we thought that was a mental illness. We were clearly wrong. I would definitely say that we're not wrong on schizophrenia or, like, manic depression or someone who's not in a stable state to be able to take care of themselves or something. Like, that's an illness that, while you're saying there isn't necessarily, like, a DNA marker for or a test to check that's, like, a physical definitive one. There definitely is a is a is an illness. Yes, but it's not a disease, is what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, it's not a disease. It's measured in a different yeah, way. Yeah, maybe, I mean, yeah, and we should just be looking at it differently. Is what oh, I think we do, and that's getting evolved more and more, right? Like, we're not... Obviously, we're, getting, we're progressing in that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's just funny how this whole idea came out of, like, a random, surreal underground comic book strip that I read by your step-uncle, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, well, and yeah, he's got some he'd crazy. Know more, he'd know more about it. Like, I mean, he dealt with schizophrenia more than than I would know. Like, I, I mean, his mom's like is schizophrenic. Oh, yeah, that was and, that was the title of the strip. Yeah, my, my mother is yeah. a schizophrenic. And uh, yeah, his opinion is his opinion on that. But I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know a lot about it, but I certainly don't think that they should be regarded as some sort of. Uh, shaman or anything or that our current view of that is wrong i think that like it'll always progress and it has progressed from that thinking that there is some sort of higher thinker back then and now thinking realizing that it's a mental illness is progression not the other way around not that we're somehow going backwards and we should consider those people an altered state and they should be like look highly upon or something yeah and you're right basically the points he's bringing up and like what I was interested in are obviously very circumstantial, but I'm saying there is a possibility that what the broad spectrum of mental illnesses can not always be a negative thing. Yeah. Like I would think lots of great moments people, of insanity. Lots of great people would probably be diagnosed with what a lot of things forms of mental illness now, like whether it's like a mild form of autism or schizophrenia or uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, things like that. Like great people in history had those problems, and yeah. today would be like uh, I don't know, like many, like a lot of programmers and stuff, and stuff were like just, like back in the day, and I don't know, um, Howard Hughes was a fucking oh uh, uh, yeah, like had obsessive compulsive disorder and a bunch of other problems. Did a lot of great things. A lot of people think that fucking Hitler was nuts. And he did. He was like a successful person, but a bad person. You know, like I don't know. They, they weren't great functioning people, and they had problems. And yeah, by today's standards, we'd be like putting you on some drugs, and you wouldn't maybe do all those crazy, possibly great things. Not that yeah, they did great I'm things. Just saying, just, yeah, it's circumstantial like, though. You know, you can't just be like, oh, you think differently, put you on some drugs. Because that's a scary world. Well, live. yeah, and I think that on that talk, like. It, Kids these days get put on, like, antidepressants, like, really quickly and are told, like, oh, you don't pay attention in class. Here's some fucking uh, Adderall or whatever. Like, you are... Is that still, like, Ritalin? Ritalin? Yeah, here's some Ritalin. Like, every, when I grew up, I remember playing hockey, and I think every second kid on my hockey team was on 
fucking riddle. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, yeah, it definitely was popular in our age. Yeah, like, just because you don't like school. You hear some riddling. You're not good at math? Riddling. Ugh. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just weird to... Like, I don't, yeah. That it came from this random comic I was reading. Good comic, though? Otherwise, yeah, it's it's great. It didn't do well, well, because he stopped it. Like, it didn't end it. He just kind of quit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. How are you reading it? I thought it, like, it's not in English or something. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just a nonsense language, right? Like, it's just made... Like, it's not even a language. Yeah, it's percent. an interesting story where, like, half of it is about a baby growing up, understanding language. And then the other half is the Book of Matthew, like, illustrated. And then halfway through the series, right in the middle of it, he threw in that rant about schizophrenia, which, just kind of which I thought is just as surreal as the rest of the stuff he's doing, you know? Yeah, I mean, his stuff's always interesting, and he does shit that no one else is certainly doing in a fucking comic book, right? Like... Yeah, he's got a new not, book. Not a out. topic typically explored in Batman. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, in fairness, kind of. Batman is crazy. <laughs> I don't know, but not that kind of crazy. Like every one of his villains, like he just is fighting everyone who just gets released from a mental institution. Yeah, that's true. They're always sending them <laughs> off to a mental institution. If anything, Batman is constantly battling mental illness. Batman's the greatest doctor. <laughs> think that you should solve all mental illness with pain yeah you beat him up and send him back uh, <laughs> call me in the morning yeah he obviously must be a fan of like the correction, like, the correction. he's a real big believer in uh, mental illness no, like reform he <laughs> believes that people can change he must yeah he's putting them in the, like in the system and he believes in the system He's like, oh, Joker, one day he's just going to be a great guy. <laughs> he's going to do great things, that Joker. Although one day it'll be laughing gas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is anyone else? What else we got to talk about? This is fucking schizophrenia. <laughs> you guys watch the Oscars? No, no fuck that. That uh, right. Anderson Silva oh, the and Disney fight. The fight. That was incredible. Honestly, I, I just want to keep watching it. That same fight just go on forever. It was, it, man, it was good. Fight. You know, like, I guess in a bad way, it sucks that it took two old fighters to fight again for, for me to get into it. But at the same time, they are that great. Like, I got bored. Like, uh, people got too, people got really good at mixed martial arts. You know what I mean? Where everybody was just as good, so it kind of became a boring sport. I guess, I guess for context, let's say me and Greg used to watch a lot of UFC. And then in the last what, year and a half, two years, we kind of gave up. After Anderson and GSP and a lot of other guys that we liked, grew up watching, stopped fighting. Recently, yeah, this past like weekend was, was uh, Anderson Silva versus Michael Bisbee. Bisbee. And we watched that, and it and was... Regardless of like the judge's decision or the outcome of the fight, everybody knows the like... Everybody knows who won that fight, and... We want to see these guys fight again. Like, it was fucking amazing. So, well, anyway. I, I, I don't watch the fights. The last thing I can remember about the Silva guy was that he fucking kicked ass and then broke his leg, right? So, Anderson Silva went 33 rounds undefeated. He in Rounds his, or matches? Matches, sorry. Like, he won 33 fights. In his, like, first or second fight in the in the UFC, like, he, he dummied some guy. With, no, I want to say his second fight was contender for the belt like he was going for the belt destroyed the person who had the belt like crippled them like Anderson is responsible for multiple fighters dropping out of the UFC 
he went on to just be unstoppable, like the greatest fighter of all time. Like, fuck Gracie, this guy is a god. Like, I want to say he sold his soul to the devil. Like, that was it. He went on an unstoppable rampage where he went from everyone's favorite fighter to the point where he was winning fights with his hands behind his back, like dancing, just dancing around to becoming like the most hated fighter, but still winning. Then just lost. Shattered the world, just like his knee. Kyle can probably, I, you know, can tell more that like the, I kind of gave up. Like he lost and it's awful, but this fight though, Anderson comes back and it's a free fight. So it's, you know, it's just on regular TV. It's in the UK. No one cares. I mean, that was my thought. It was, no one cares. These fighters are washed up. Anderson is now 33 and seven. You know, he lost his last three fights in a row. Michael Bisbing, no one cared. He was just mouthy. But they started around the exact same time, days apart, Kyle. Yeah, it was like, they said four days apart or something And like this that. would have been like eight or nine years ago, if not longer. Yeah, probably longer. These guys, like Michael Bisbing is convinced he's going to win because he's in England and every British person is screaming, oi! <laughs> and Anderson has got this look on his face, man. Like he always just literally talking to the devil and he's like, no, nah, bro, you got this. Supposedly he was like in England, partying, dancing, having a great time. Didn't seemingly give a, yeah, like, didn't seemingly give a shit about the fact that he had to fight. He was just having a good time in England. He just liked going there. And then, yeah, I don't know. So Anyway, you didn't watch the fight, so quick synopsis of what happened. First round is just that. It's just first round. Just goes back and forth. Anderson's doing shit where he's dropping his hands, standing in the corner, calling him a piece of shit. Or <laughs> <laughs> whatever he's saying in Portuguese and fucking just lipping at him. And, yeah, just... It, clowning. It was like old Anderson was back doing whatever he wanted to. Bisbing did a good job, though. Stood in the middle of the ring and, you know, probably won the round. The first round, anyway. Yeah, but only now it's hindsight because Anderson led him. He was fighting he, like You get points style. for being in the center of the ring. So the whole first round was Bisbing in the center with Anderson with his back against the thing. So, like, not a lot happened. Anderson, Bisbing won that round. Second round, they're both now like, okay, fucking, we got to take it up a notch. The second round, taking the second gear. Good chunk way through the fight. Actually, I'd say about a good four minutes into the fight, there's a little tussle. Fucking Bisbing loses his mouth. That guard. wasn't in the second. That was the. Third. I thought that was the end of the second. No, the end of the second. I can't remember exactly. Or no, Bisbing knocks him down in the second. Then we'll cut. And to then the third and then game. and then Anderson does the up kick thing. Like Anderson gets knocked down. Bisbing wins the second because he gets knocked down. The third is when the the big knockdown knockout. Bisbing gets his mouth guard knocked out. And Anderson, I swear, like, you know what? I think Anderson's not stupid. I think he knew he knocked the best guard out. And that's, like, second distraction. Fuck you. And just, like, didn't break. So it's like the fight still goes on even though he doesn't have his mouth guard. And Anderson is just pummeling him. Beat the shit out of him. Got him up against the cage. Just coming at him. They separate for just long enough that Bisping, like, while this is happening, the, the ref goes and picks up his mouth guard. The ref's not allowed to interfere with the fight. So he's got the mouth guard in his hand, standing there. They separate for just long enough for Bisping to look over to him because the guy's kind of handing him his mouth guard. And Anderson does not look away, but you can see that Bisping looks away, turns his chin just ever so, and a fucking ninja, man, across like good, at least a good halfway, quarter way across the ring, flying knee. Bisping is dead out, like fucking little fucking piece of noodle just shriveled up down. As he's falling, the buzzer goes off. So, like, He's knocked out, but it doesn't count because the fight ends. Like, the round ended. 
So he's fucking yeah. out. Anderson but, thinks he wins. Anderson he literally thought he won. Like he's jumping, he's jumping on the up ring. on the ring. Everyone's calling out like he won. Like that was a knockout. By yeah. textbook definition of a knockout. Fucking Bisman gets back up right away. Fucking he's confused. They bring him over to his corner. They don't acknowledge it. They keep telling Anderson that he's got to keep fighting. Third he doesn't round, know what the fuck they're yeah, talking about. Yeah, the fourth about. round is like it was a little not nothing. Well, no, but the, it's, it's important it's, to say that Bisman goes back to his corner, sits on his chair, and his corner guys start fixing him up. Like he's fucking busted up. He's bleeding. Like it's autopilot. Yeah, man. and Anderson's sitting on the r- side of the ring, like arms in the air. Never gets to his corner until like right before the next round starts because they're trying to explain to him. Everyone's saying in English, "The fight's going on. The fight's going on." He's doing pray hands like I, I won. I, I respect you. Like he doesn't. <laughs> Know what the fuck's going on, seemingly. Granted, he does speak English well enough to know that he should know what the fuck they're talking about, but he's kind of ignoring them. <laughs> and then gets back to his corner just long enough for them to start the next round. Like, he doesn't sit down, take a break, or anything it, like it that. It was confusing. I've never seen these before. The fight goes on, and I want to say Bisbee gets fucking knocked out again. Like He gets beaten up pretty bad. <laughs> so bad that during the last round, every minute they had to stop him because he couldn't see. Like... The amount of blood coming out of his face was like, like he couldn't see. Like every he's just constantly yeah. just wiping the blood out of his eyes. Anderson is just like at this point, it's like he's not even trying anymore. He's just like he's convinced he's won this fight so many times. Yeah, and he's still hitting him with some good. He cuts him another time with like a couple good shots. It is a waterfall of blood from Bisbee's face. Anyway, the next few rounds go out with just a few exchanges back and forth. Goes to decision. And fucking and Bisping fuck. wins. Decision. It, like by one point, unanimous decision, all the judges score. It is it. like yeah. One point for ahead for Bisping. Oh man, it's and yeah, Do you guys it, agree with that? Oh, oh no. No. <laughs> no, it's like we knew the outcome of the fight while we're watching it. And the whole time it's just like no. No. The fuck? Like screaming at the TV, like it Was didn't Silver even going crazy? Silva just it he seems just flabbergasted care. by the fact that they called him the other way. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, you just made peace with, oh, I wasn't going to win this before it even started. Okay, I, you know, I, he won. Every, every, he won that, literally, he knocked the guy out. And if not, it's still... He did way more damage to him. Like, like, just, like if you were to look at the two fighters when it's done, it's like one has a scratch on his face. The other guy is going to spend a couple days in the hospital. Like, his nose is broken. Both of his eyes are swollen. He's got cuts all over him. He's bleeding so bad they can't even get him to stop bleeding long enough to accept his fucking, like, give his speech. He's still wiping blood out of his eyes. And the other guy looks like he's going to go to the club after. And you're like, that guy won. (laughs) Like, the guy who fucking is hamburger for a face. It's... Based off strikes? Yeah. Like, it looks like that's... It was just... Because the scoring in UFC is pretty complicated. Yeah, it's, it's a lot like... So it's... The ring domination is a thing, right? Where you're like, if you're in control during a round, you get a lot of points for that. So, like, takedowns, even though you're not doing a lot of damage, things like this score you points. So, you can understand... What you would think? Well, here's where it's weird. It's like, you can... The only way I could see how they scored it is, like, first round goes Bisbing, second round goes Bisbing with the knockdown, right? Third round goes Anderson. He gets the knockdown at the end. Fourth round goes... Either way, and maybe you score the fifth for for Bisbing, like just because again he's standing in the middle of the ring. Like yeah, so it's like the only way you could do it is just you gave three rounds to Bisbing, two to Anderson, but like Anderson destroyed, like did significant damage in those. It was two a rounds. unanimous like, decision, and it didn't. Yeah, 
There's no way. It's just that it's a good example of bad fucking scoring. The motto the sport is needs to fix it. Like you don't let it go to the judges. Though Anderson tried to not let it go to the judges several times. Yeah, sure. And it didn't count apparently. Yeah. But I, again, though, it's it, it's gonna it's gonna stay in his record. Like that'll be it. Like he'll be it'll be thirty three and eight now instead of you know thirty four and seven. But he's gonna fight again. People are gonna want to see him again. He's a winner. He managed to, if not the devil, another demon who we can make a deal with. I don't know, yeah. but he's not human. It was fun to watch anyway. Watch him come back and do his thing. Like, come back and be that asshole in the ring that's literally dropping his hands to his side and swearing at you instead of guarding himself. Like, at times in that fight, he's literally puts his hands down by his, knee- his knees and goes, like, Come on! Hit me! Hit me, hit me. Like, or when he does get hit, he'll Dude, still drop into his hand and go, come on. You can't drive a car as fast as he could fucking dodge his head around your hand. Like, it doesn't even, it, it's not human. There's times he's doing, like, literal, like, mocking you hand movement, like, mocking Bismarck hand movements in front of him. Like, Bismarck's doing the boxing, like, shadow boxing, kind of like, you can't, you obviously can't see me audio podcast, but, you know, bobbing your head like a boxer in Bismarck, or in Silva is just waving his hands like an idiot, going, woo, <laughs> like, just, like, fake karate moves in front of his face just to make fun of him. Yeah, it's... <laughs> like, yeah. The, the, the announcer is like, it looks like Anderson is trying to use some distraction mechanism <laughs> yeah. to use Bisbee. Yeah, that's what they literally say. Yeah, like Muhammad Ali shit. Exactly, he yeah. fights a lot like that. Or, like, uh, Roy Jones Jr. used to do similar shit. Like, drop your... Like, he never really guarded himself. He just, you know, kept his hands... Close to his body. He will look like he was threatening. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, not even street fighting. Like, weird, yeah. just joke fighting. Like, I'm drunken, so much drunk in boxing. Yeah. He, <laughs> has, uh, he had the longest reach in the UFC. And even if he doesn't have the longest reach now, he knows how to optimize his reach better than anyone else. So, when someone goes to throw a punch, he knows that he only has to be a fraction away from your hand because his hand is going to be way longer than your arm. You know what I mean? So, he can... He can knock you out when you're throwing a punch, and that's what he does. It's like, he's encouraging you to throw a punch, because that's when he's going to knock you out. Yeah. Like, hands down here. Oh, you come out, you just put your chin in, I would fucking tick you that with my hand. All right, down now. Here's the question, though. Who would win, Silver or Dumbledore? <laughs> that's the podcast name. Silver versus Dumbledore. Yeah. I don't know. I think Anderson would win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd punch that old coot in his face. <laughs> And then play air guitar over his knocked out body. <laughs> you know, sunshine when she's gone. Oh, no. Just walking. I was excited to just watch a fight that I actually cared about again. I'd watch those older guys fight. Over yeah, just while we're on that, man, Conor McGregor and uh, Diaz. That's yeah. great. And uh, I can't. I, I'm confused. The brothers all the time. Which Nick He's and fighting Nate. Nick. Yeah. But uh, he, the one of them just got uh, banned. It was supposed to be a five year suspension for smoking pot. He tested positive for smoking weed. Five After years, fighting Anderson. Five years suspension. Fighters that test positive for, like, proper illegal steroids. It's like, well, when was your last fight? Oh, okay, a year ago. Well, we'll say you lose 13 months then, and we'll count the year you haven't fought. So you just can't fight for the next, oh, 29 days. But, I mean, smoking pot weed, and he got a five-year suspension. The world went mad, and the UFC has not probably received more hate mail. Or I guess it would have been the Nevada Gaming Commission or whoever it was that banned him. And they said time served and he had to wait eight months when it was like whatever but anyway he's coming back and he's fighting and it's gonna be great he this guy in his spare time him and his brother swim to alcatraz and back like that's they've done that for shits and giggles that's that's fucking manly (laughs) like these guys are fucked like they're 
Yeah, they look like they have fetal alcohol syndrome. Like <laughs> their spines are curled up into themselves. Yeah, they look weird. But they can't hold a conversation. But they can take a punch. They can throw a punch, and they love to party. And I mean, they're great. And the guy that they're fighting is uh, Conor McGregor, and the he's the mouthiest yeah, human being that ever lived. Like he's yeah, right <laughs> out of any Guy Ritchie film. Like he was in. Uh, he would hang out with Rock and Roller. Like he's sure. he's right out of there. Swim to Alcatraz and back. The fuck. I don't oh, even. Man, I don't. I can consider it ec- exercise when I walk here before the podcast. <laughs> I live like four blocks away. <laughs> yeah. No. Fuck that, man. <laughs> what was that movie? Uh, uh, there's a couple of them. Alcatraz. Nah. That was one of them. Yeah. I know. What's the one there with the Nick, Nick Cage? Yeah. The Rock. <laughs> That's Alcatraz, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah. With like. Sean Connery. That's okay, it. Uh, man, I was thinking Sean Connery, but I was like, is that entrapment? Is entrapment? I'm pretty sure. Time? Isn't that a fucking? Who did, you were talking about the island? Uh, I don't know. Was that what's, what's the director for? That? Is that Michael Bay? I think no. that's a Michael Bay movie. I'm pretty sure The Rock is a Michael Bay movie. I could be wrong. <laughs> One of the best scenes though is they got those like, little glass orbs, and you're like, that just yeah, looks ominous. <laughs> and he puts it in the guy's mouth, and it's a toxic gas that apparently is poisonous to everybody but like he puts it in the guy's mouth and punches him in the chin I've been watching that since I was a kid I, I gonna watch fucking hate Nick Cage so much really? the one true <laughs> god Nick Cage? I despise <laughs> that guy's existence see alright here's what I'll say You're, are you a fan oh Greg? fuck yeah of course uh, Greg is you hey, actually, that, it's so funny that you say that before I, 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 well, I was asking you for the sake of the podcast yeah no we uh, <laughs> like, right before we went to work this morning my brother and I had a huge conversation about all the things we liked about Nick Cage just, just because and what came up was honestly such an underrated comic book movie, let alone Nick Cage movie, is Ghost Rider Two. Oh fuck! Underrated. You're going underrated. That's the yeah, that's <laughs> the one. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I feel you like die on that fucking. I didn't know that one existed. It was yeah, underrated. Exactly. That's what I said. They CGI'd his abs in the first one. <laughs> I believe. What's that. a movie that you generally consider him having a good acting performance in? Um, what's that called? Because I do three? think that he does yeah. a good job. I don't mind him in Kick-Ass. Raising Arizona. I, yeah? Right, well, I, don't, I don't even think I've seen that movie. Coen Brothers, maybe. Oh, yeah. I can't fucking think of the name of the movie. What's that David Lynch movie in? Wild Heart. It's a great movie. Yeah? Um. I like him in The Weatherman. I like him in The Wicker Man. The bees! <laughs> the bees! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, right after this podcast, I'm going to do it, and I feel like you guys should as well, is just watch that, uh, the YouTube clip of Nick Cage going crazy. It's just like all the best scenes from all his movies. It is... Yeah, it's fun. It's great. <laughs> See, there's something to be said about him. Like, I think he is a good actor in certain things, but he picks terrible fucking movies. He's got, like, especially now. Like, his, this current shit is terrible. Man, I put but him I mean, on, like... He was I, enjoyable to watch and shit back in the day. Yeah. I feel sorry for saying this, Greg, because, like, I know how you feel about him, but I put him on the exact same level as Keanu Reeves. Keanu? I, oh, poor Keanu. Oh, man. It's like, they're both just, like, soulless actors. Yeah, but The Matrix, man. Because <laughs> the does, fucking Matrix. It's, it's a great... It's a fun idea of a movie, but his acting in it. I'm going. Like, movies. I, I just feel like if you were to hang though. out with Keanu Reeves, you would movie? change your mind. Not his acting. Who gives a shit? That's a good movie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, see, you're defending that like how I defend Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, I guess you're right. Please you love. But uh, I, I don't know. His acting is great for fucking Neo as a. I don't know. As a robot. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird <laughs> character. 
I don't know. I like Keanu. I don't. I don't hate on him that much. He does no, some I, bad it, movies. Though. He just like, reminds me a lot of Nicolas Cage. I get that. Yeah. You imagine like both Bill, Bill and Ted. They're really Cage. funny freakouts. They both don't age very quickly. <laughs> so I like uh, Reddit did a thing of like all these old pictures of actors and actresses through year through the years. Like I'm pretty sure Holly you Bates. talked about this in an earlier podcast. And like Keanu Reeves hasn't fucking aged a day. Like, yeah, it's dude, just easy living. And I just read the other day. This is again on Reddit. That his um, wife and daughter died within like yeah, no, nine months. Of each he's other. a trooper. Well, he was in the middle of like right before he started filming the second Matrix. Hey, movie. I'm not trying to bring the man himself down. You got me feeling all bad. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay, I take it back. Don't watch the Nick Cage thing. Do a little Keanu research after the podcast, and I feel like everyone would just be like, "You'll feel better, man. It'll be a heartwarming. You'll just be like, oh, I didn't know that, and you'll feel good." Yeah. Listen, I, yeah, I like, great, like he's, he's, he's I heard he's a pretty humble guy. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. I, you're right. Maybe I'm like I. It's, I'm not gonna dispute his acting. I enjoy the movies he's in. Okay, no, come on. Yeah, what's he's not hell? fucking Leonardo. Uh, no, no. Uh, right. What's that movie with Swayze? Oh, that's like the best movie ever. Point Blank. Point Break. Point Break. Yeah, that's good. Come movie. on. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Okay. No. For the audience, oh, man. Firing a gun in the air. I take it back again. <laughs> you guys should just watch Point Break. <laughs> I hope they're all keeping a checklist right now. Like things Point break. Do for Forget the checklist. Let us know in the comments. Certainly don't watch. Things. Don't watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I'm looking for all you haters. Toss a comment. I said I hated Lord of the Rings. What else did I say I hate? There's some other shit. All the, I'm sure you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> comment. Bring it on. I'll be in the comments. Defending myself. Uh, is that it, everybody else? You good? Yeah, I just want to say. stress that you should watch Point Break before the new shitty Point Break comes out. Isn't that already out? Well, then, I don't hope not. I don't know, I didn't see it. I, yeah, I'm not going to I feel like it was in theaters and no one went to see it. Cause yeah. it's, not, it's not the one that had the chick from UFC? No, no, that's no, the other, pa- the, the other Swayze remake. They're yeah, doing. they're doing uh, uh, Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. God. That's fucking awful. Roadhouse? That's like one of my favorite movies, the fact that they're redoing that. See, you love Roadhouse, but then you're like, Keanu Reeves, nah. <laughs> yeah, See, dude. You're in for something that's cheesy, a little cheesy, well, right? I, with something that, like, knows it's cheesy. Uh, so what, you, do you ever watch Fast and Furious? It's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, it I know. knows it's cheesy. And I, I love your fascination with the Fast and the Furious. Oh, it's yeah. so amazing. Just so everyone knows, Kyle's seen Every everyone in the theaters. Not in the theaters, no. Over half of these in theaters? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Some in the theaters. Yeah. And, and I'll defend myself on those two, but I, we don't have time for me to do it in this one, probably. <laughs> but those are some terrible, great movies. Yeah, no, we definitely do. Like, Maybe you could do like a little side cast. Yeah, yeah that's good. Flash cast. No, no, no. Hold on. Back up. Flash cast is my thing. You can have side casts. No, I thought you were going to do it. It's the first. Yeah. No, I was just saying. Right, you well, have we like won't a little, argue about little seven content. episode side cast <laughs> called Fast Cast. Fast Cast. I do all the commentaries of all the <laughs> Fast and Furious movies. Really quickly. Yeah. Oh, man. There you go. Right. You have to look out for Fast Cast. Such a horrible idea. I love it. Uh, that's something I do. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> This has been episode six of yeah. Two Versus Three. Yeah, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Two Versus Three, and then check us out on YouTube. Uh, new episodes come out on Monday, which I guess if you're listening to this, you probably already know. Anyway, I'm Kyle. This is Greg. Yo, and Cody. Have a good night, everybody.